There's a new name for Toyota in Lanarkshire. From one of the UK's biggest names in motor retail. Macklin Motors Toyota is now open in Hamilton. We're bringing you everything Toyota backed by first class service. So come and view the stunning new Toyota range, all with up to 10 years warranty. Including the Igo Cross and the new Yaris Cross compact SUV. See our great choice of approved used Toyotas. Our formidable range of commercial vehicles, including the Hilux. Get expert servicing from our manufacturer trained technicians. And specialist advice from our Motability team. Macklin Motors Toyota is open now at Whistlebury Road, Hamilton. The Go Radio Football Show with Macklin Motors. New Toyota showrooms now open in Glasgow and Hamilton. Let's go! Well, the transfer window slammed shut at 11pm and midnight here in Scotland last night and we managed to keep him. Barry Ferguson is with us. He stayed with us here at the Go Radio Football Show and Stephen McGinn as well signed for a new year. Making that bit up, they're both in long-term contracts. Yep, it's over, Barry. The window's shut. Let's start with uh, your old team, Rangers. Are you happy or would you like to have seen one or two more and maybe a striker? Yeah, I, I kind of thought it may have panned out like that, Paul, if I'm, I'm being yeah. honest. When you hear Michael Beale speaking, he wasn't... He, wasn't going to get rushed into signing players just for the sake of it. He definitely definitely wanted uh, Cantwell and, and Raskin. That was two that he was clearly after. I think he would have probably liked one or two other players, um, but obviously they weren't available. Um, so, uh, look, I think the summer's going to be the big rebuild, Paul, if I'm being honest with you. I always said I think maybe two or three players Rangers could bring in in January. They brought two players in that are certainly going to strengthen the midfield area. Um, so what we'll, we'll just need to take it is that and as I said to you I think the Rangers fans um, should look forward to the summer I think that's where the, the big rebuild will happen they'll certainly be looking forward to tonight Hearts against Rangers Stephen can I ask you about Celtic what do you think they did the business early four players in two out there's also Abel Gard away and all the rest but what do you think Ange and, and his team will feel about January 2023 I think they'll be pretty content I think uh, I mean the demand in January is always for, for new signings but as you say Celtic got their business done pretty early um, and a lot of the noise was about one or two outgoings obviously Juranovic is gone and looks like Jackie Marcus will be completed to America in the, in the coming days so I think they'll be pretty content overall Tony Watt gone to your old team St Mirren just to throw the names that a few names we mentioned yesterday this time it's happened he's there on loan can he do it? can he recapture the form that he had at Motherwell? Yeah well obviously um, Stephen Robinson brought out probably the best form most consistent form in Tony Watt's career um, and obviously it's well known that St Martin don't have loads of money to, to to gamble with or to take chances in people so Stephen Robinson's gone back to someone he knows and someone that he thinks he can get the best out of and um, as you say I think they'll be they'll be pretty content with the business they've done also and St Mirren in action tonight at Aberdeen Celtic against Livingston there'll be what 60,000 on the way there we'll hear on the traffic and travel how it's going to be around there Hearts Rangers we mentioned Kilmarnock against Dundee United massive game and Motherwell against St Johnson Motherwell get a couple of uh, signings in as well late in the day Enzo Fernandez, he's in town Barry £107 million from Benfica the Argentinian star but you were saying to me earlier, he's not been there very long at Benfica. Yeah, he's only been there a, a season. Look, there's no, no doubt he's got huge potential. He's a brilliant yeah. World Cup for, mm. for Argentina. Yeah. He's, one of, he's one of the top young players in the world, no doubt about it. But just the money that gets um, uh, splashed about down in England um, is, is scary at times, mm. let's be honest with you. I, I think in time he will be a top, top midfielder. 
And I guess it's just the way football's gone. You need to pay that that sort of money to, to get a player who has quality in. But at that age, um, what is he, 21, 22, mm-hmm. £107 million. It's um, some amount of money. Stephen? It's, it's not even really the fee. It's the length of contract as well. I mean, as you say, Barry's saying 21, 22, and you're thinking about when his contract ends and it's in his 30s. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Is it 10 years all in? Eight and a half to 10 years? I think it's eight yeah. and a half years. It's just... Wow. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I think I've been a rolling one-year contract <laughs> yeah. about five uh-huh. different clubs for the last five years and these guys are getting their whole career sewn up. Yeah, Stephen, how do you feel about that? Because you've had a good career um, and I want to ask you about Sean, Sean Dyche that you know well, you worked under him but you know, you've done well but when you hear that kind of money I know that doesn't all go to the player but even one of those millions would have been good, wouldn't it? <laughs> no, it's, I, I always I was going to say it's, it's a good thing about the, the top, top players I mean, how do they stay motivated? How because they play it all the time. We spoke earlier uh, to Barry um, when he was playing at the top of Rangers in Scotland. And he's in a hotel every second night, and when you're earning the money they're making to to put yourself through the injuries you you have, play through the niggles, and to keep wanting to win all the time, it's, it's I suppose it is why they're the top players. You're seeing quite a lot of this, but the six, seven, eight year contracts. But I yeah. think a part of it's for the financial fair play. That's it. Um, yep. To spread the sure. costs out. But again, I mean, sometimes I'm just watching. I mean, I was watching it closely yesterday, as everybody probably was, and and you're just looking at the money that's getting spent. I mean, since is it Todd Bowley, mm-hmm. the owners come in. What is it in between six and seven hundred million? million. Yeah, in the space of ten months. Sure. And in one month, they've spent over three hundred million. So eight hundred and fifteen million in the transfer window in England. Over three hundred million of that has come from Chelsea it's just phenomenal it's another world isn't it and Chelsea have spent more in January than the combined total of all the clubs in the Bundesliga La Liga Serie A and Ligue 1 so all the major countries listen we don't care tonight though do we because we've got a full card pretty yeah. much apart from last night Ross County won Hibs won Kevin Nisbet though got an injury again yeah obviously the, the move didn't hurt me come back you get a goal at the weekend Um to be fair, it was a, a fine finish um, to see Aberdeen off, but to limp off after twenty or so minutes, that will be um, that will be disappointing for Hibs, but also for for Kevin himself. Um, as I said, I think he's so important to to Hibs. Um, we just need to wait and see how bad the the hamstring injury is, because it depends on what type of grade he tear it is, or if it's just a strain. So, I'm sure in the coming days we'll know how long Hibs are going to be missing Kevin Nisbet. Certainly, well, that's a real pity, isn't it? And for Scotland as well. Yeah, especially the way he's come back and uh, the way he pulled up. You know, right away it was a hamstring injury, and you're looking at four to six weeks. And with the players have already got missing, you know, they've got goals out. They've got Martin Boyle missing and Kyle McGinnis missing, so they can't afford to have him out. And I know they signed a striker last night, but Kevin is, but Martin Boyle they guarantee you goals, so yeah, huge misses. Barry, big birthday tomorrow. One of us in the studio. It's not mine. Is it your birthday tomorrow, Stephen? Not mine, no. It's not yours. Barry's birthday tomorrow. So, looking forward to anything special? There'll be something planned, yeah? Yeah, but we'll have a, a dinner at the, the weekend. But, yeah, getting on, yeah. Paul. Getting on. You're getting old. <laughs> just, a, just a boy. So, any message. <laughs> I don't feel like a boy, believe me. <laughs> Look, as fit as a fiddle. And you're going to be playing as well. Um, not too far away now, the, the game. Against, yeah, the, yeah. Uh, the end of March. Mm-hmm. Um, looking forward to it. Um, it's great to meet up with all your old teammates because um, you hardly see them if I'm being honest with you so it's a good chance to catch up and talk about the good good old days and obviously come up against a, a Premier League 11 with, with some of the names mm-hmm. that are in that as well I played against them so yeah it was a, a good day and hopefully there's a, a good turnout 
I'm sure there will be. And we're looking forward to March the 9th where we'll be Oren Moore, Barry topping the bill. It's going to be an unscripted, uncensored night. Really looking forward to it. If you want to go along, limited number of places, go to thisisgo.co.uk. Right, some of the headlines tonight. Nicholas Raskin, well, we said yesterday it's signed, sealed, delivered. But formalities mean he probably is not going to feature tonight, Barry, is he? At Hearts. Uh, because of just we've got to get some formalities sorted out yeah and he's not played a lot of football Paul yeah. he's been out of the team obviously he rejected a, an extension to his contract at Standard Liège and, and that's why I mean uh, I guess a few people are wondering why he hasn't played that was the reason they've got American owners he wasn't willing to commit there was a lot of interest in him and as I said they've done a lot of homework on him Paul Raskin he's, um, he's a player that I think Rangers need he's really good on the ball he can dictate the play, he's got a good passing range. Um, so hopefully, obviously we're not going to see him tonight at, at Tynecastle, but I'm sure we'll see him um, at the weekend at some stage. Michael Beale was speaking about him. This is just ahead of it being announced. He spoke about his qualities. Listen, he's an excellent player. There's loads of interest in him. He's got a lot of options, I believe. He's someone that can connect the midfield and the forwards. I think he's technically a very, very good player. He can play as a six or an eight. He, he'd be a good signing for someone. And that someone is Rangers. 0808 17 17 700. We're just hearing that uh, Gikamakis is waiting for a US work visa to join the MLS side Atlanta in the USA. Medical already passed and a long-term contract is agreed between the player and the club. Barry, still a bit surprised that he's had to go to America rather than maybe the Premier League in England or top of the championship. Yeah, I mean, again, I'll repeat what I've said on a number of occasions. I think he's a very good centre-forward. Um, I'm still surprised at the the transfer fee, if I'm being honest with you. I think it was £4.2 million or £4.3 million, yeah. around about that. Um, I think he's worth more than that for the simple fact of the, performance he, uh, the performances he's put in for Celtic this season. And, and he does, for me, the hardest thing in the game. Paul, he scores goals. But what I like about him is he scores all types of goals. So, look, it's clear he will be a big miss. The Celtic fans um, that I spoke to loved him. Um, they thought the world of him. So they'll be disappointed to see him go. But listen, I've got a, a new Korean striker in town, oh, who came on and, and played for 10 minutes at the weekend. Um, and I'm sure with Postacoglu's uh, expert, yeah. expertise, should I say, in the, the transfer market, um, he certainly looked to me if he's going to be a, a decent player as well. I think Big Giacomacus would have liked being on the end of that cross that he'll put in. Yeah. Uh, it's the type of one he's... He used to get quite frustrated with the Celtic wingers that they wouldn't always deliver crosses because it was his, his specialty yeah. and then his replacement sticks in the cross of the season. Yeah, Here's Jota speaking about all. He's definitely someone who is going to, to add to the team. He's just been here for a short period of time but um, we are going to give our best so he can feel at home and just perform the way he can do better. And this is what the manager had to say about the Greek striker on his way to America. Ongoing um, discussions, nothing finalised. Um, we're getting to the tail end of it uh, one way or another and, um, you know, we'll, we'll get a conclusion, uh, I guess, uh, over the next sort of uh, 24 hours. Um, but um, nothing concluded yet, just ongoing discussions as far as I know and of course that was yesterday earlier in the day and the window is different in America so it looks as though Gikamakis is going there Abelgard going away as well you, you wouldn't be surprised Stephen as a defender he needs game time yeah he needs to play it just uh, didn't work out for him um, I don't think the way Celtic played particularly suited his style plus he was up against Cal McGregor and uh, better players than Abelgard have struggled to 
get Callum McGregor out of the team so no, no great surprise and good luck to him Barry were you surprised that Kel Lafferty is over at Kilmarnock uh, yeah, yeah, yeah but I watched when that came out yesterday yeah. i never seen that coming I don't know what Stephen thinks it's um, when it came up and Sky Sports News I was taken aback about I don't know the reasons listen I'm sure that'll come out in the the, the, the coming days but he's free to go and sign with, with obviously anybody who he wants whether it's still in Scotland or you know uh, laughs being abroad to a few different countries so it'll be interesting to see the reasons behind why um, his contract uh, his contract was terminated because they need goals and they need uh, they need them fast Stephen Club you know well you spent some time there were you surprised about Kel Laverty? yeah really surprised um Asked about just about every source I still got in here, uh-huh. sure what, what yeah. happened, and um, everyone I'm either kept in the dark or everyone else is in the dark, mm. but no real firm reason why. Um, we'd be surprised. The bit that surprised me probably if Kyle Lafferty had uh, something lined up, and when Kelly yeah. announced that and someone came in, that sort of that's the sort of thing that happens in deadline day. But for him to just to leave off the back of the show, leaving with no replacement, um, I think there's more to the story. Yeah, but I mean, if I look, look back a couple of weeks ago. When you heard Derek and his pressers, he was desperate to get him back. Yep. He's a big part of the squad, he's a big character um, inside the, the dressing room. So it was a bit of a, a surprise when, when I seen that news come through yesterday. And he is only 35, and I'm not, you know, I'm not yeah, He's been he, about for, yeah, you, I mean, sure. I, I played with it. I know, I know. But 30, you do think maybe he's 37. But I tell you one thing about yeah. Big Laugh, I mean, he was gangly at times, he, he was awkward, but. Um, you could see there was a there was a, a real player in there at times. We would do things in training where you'd be like, where did that come from? Um, decent finish and, and look, he's, he's played at some big clubs. So I'm sure in the coming days, um, I think you'll see him sign my new club. But it'll be interesting to see whether it's still in Scotland or not. Yep, the difficult times, isn't it, for Kilmarnock? Huge game tonight where there's so many different things to talk about this evening. Kilmarnock, Dundee United, Stephen, it's a massive game. Well, for both of them. Yeah, I mean, um, two huge games down there. Obviously, Motherwell St. Johnson as yep. well. But I just, I think Kilmarnock, um, obviously Kilmarnock's home form, only haven't taken two points in, in the road all season. It, it puts so much pressure on their home form. I know they've been good there, but you're just looking at it and thinking, if they don't take the three points there and they're not taking any points at home, I mean, that was a real bad one from the weekend, losing three to County. Um, so a lot of pressure heaped on. If, if you're going to lose points away, they lose points away from home, then you're... You're making you're making it. You have to win at home, especially against the rivals. So huge game tonight down there. The other big one, Barry at the bottom, is Motherwell against St. Johnson. Motherwell, yeah. I think it's a good card uh-huh. yeah. um, tonight. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. As you mentioned, there, Kilmarnock down United, Motherwell St. Johnson as well. Two teams that really need a, a result. So they're going to be edgy games. The one at Rugby Park, and the one at Fir Park, um, and, and I think they're going to be really tight um, to call. Uh, but listen. The four teams that I mentioned there are desperate to get a result and they need three points. This was the week when officially Aberdeen uh, said cheerio to the manager, Jim Goodwin, after 11 months. And I see that Jim Goodwin's skipper, Anthony Stewart, has gone mm-hmm. from the club. Barry has, has, I suppose, surprised in some ways, but it's a clear out starting under Barry Robson. Yeah, and he's signed a few players yeah. as well. Um, but to see the, the captain go was a surprise. No, I wasn't really because he came in for a fair bit of criticism over the last couple of weeks certainly even before the, the League Cup semi-final um, and obviously he was a big signing for Jim he was Jim's captain and I think it was the best for both the player and the club to part ways he's been back down to MK Dons in League One 
um, and loan until the, the summer. I don't think you'll see him come back to Aberdeen, if I'm being honest. Stephen? Yeah, I, I played with him down at Wickham. Um, good guy, real real good pro. And um, what his biggest strength at uh, Wickham was defending the box. He was a real... Uh, I think, And I think there's some clubs up here that might have suited him better. But coming up to one of your big clubs, skippering, being made captain... Not for the want of trying, I think he's gave it everything, but just really hasn't worked out for him. And yeah, no surprise to see him go. And um, as Barry said, I don't expect to see him again in Aberdeen shirt. Looking forward to the games tonight. 08, 08, 17, 17, 700. Rangers fans heading through to Tynecastle. Game not on the telly though, Barry, despite all the yeah. chat. Weird, doesn't yeah, it? Yeah. Do you know what? I, I looked it up before I come in here. I'll need to pay 12 99 to watch it in Hearts TV. Okay. Um, I'll pay, like, that's your birthday present <laughs> from us <laughs> yeah but it's I mean it's one of the games whether it's Rangers at Tynecastle or Celtic going to Tynecastle they're feisty encounters and it's games that I, I think it's it's good for the Scottish game to, to have these sort of games live on TV so yeah but it is a surprise um, but listen that's a that's a tough one for Rangers tonight Huge Robbie's game. got his team playing well um, certainly at, at Tynecastle um, and Rangers are in for a, a, a tough evening their attitude needs to be spot on because um, as I said I've seen Hearts on, on a number of occasions and whatever starting to live in Robbie picks you look at his bench he's starting to get a strong bench as well so yep that's one it's a game I always look forward to going to Tynecastle one my favourite stadium in Scotland certainly playing away from home so that's one that's going to be a tough one for Rangers, but listen, they need to continue to win. Um, to hope that Celtic may slip up, but if I'm being honest with you, it doesn't look like Celtic are going to slip up, but Rangers need to concentrate on theirself, and that's making sure they win games of football. This time last night, Craig Moore told us he thought Rangers will win. I think he's quite confident, but big bad John Hartson, sitting where you are, Stephen, said he thinks this is the night. He said, normally, I think Rangers will win every game, apart from the Celtic game, he thinks that could be tough tonight they may drop points what do you think give us a call 0808 17 17 700 The Go Radio Football Show with Macklin Motors brand new Toyota showroom in Kennishead Road Darnley Let's go Paul Cooney Barry Ferguson and Stephen McGinn in the Go Radio Football Show with Macklin Motors Stephen is smiling is there some breaking news there Stephen? No, yeah. it's just uh, some shenanigans going on in the Falkirk dressing room at the minute. Ah, right, okay. M- missing socks and stuff like oh. that. So. <laughs> Is this what happens to WhatsApp? Good win for you. Uh, good result at the weekend and then Dunfermline dropping points. So have you got the uh, smell of success there for you? Oh, we've been we've been going well. Yep. Um, but to be fair to Dunfermline, they've been winning games and it felt like that seven points was never coming down. And when you get in after the... Oh, you could tell with the Falkirk re- uh, reaction at the end, the Falkirk fans and... When it gets down to five and all of a sudden you go, I know it's I know it sounds stupid, but yep. you can now win every single game and you win the league. That's not the case with seven points because we've still played cool. in Fairman twice. So it just it, it felt good on Saturday night, but uh, obviously it's far from job done. Still got loads of work to do. So another big game Saturday. He's at Kelty this weekend. Your old team, Barry, is he asking you for a few tips? Yeah, no, he knows. Yeah. We were speaking before yeah. we come on there. He knows it's going to be a, a tough game, but Falkirk in really good form. Um. Kelty have got some good experienced players um, but that that for me is a, a cracker in, in Saturday mm. um, good surface to go and play on the pitch is a bit tighter but he's probably used to at the Falkirk Stadium but for me um, two good teams having a go at each other um, but that's that's turned into a right good league that because um, at some at a stage I thought mm, is Dunfermline going to run away with it they obviously dropped a couple of points against Clyde it was wasn't it at the weekend and Falkirk obviously got a good one against Edinburgh, so um, it's back on for me. 
And I know that was a big surprise because Clyde have had such a tough... Uh, I, I think that's a bit we talk about with title and how hard it is to win. Mm-hmm. On, I'm thinking going to Edinburgh, I mean, we're joint in points and you're thinking we need to win because Dunfermline will beat Clyde. That's the thing with the Rangers going to Tynecastle tonight. They they need to just do their job just in case Celtic don't get the job done against Livingston and then all of a sudden the, the gap can drop to six. So you just need to keep make sure you do your own business and, and let the slips happen elsewhere. Let's hear from the two managers, Ange Postacoglu, about tonight. But also, I'm going to ask you what was your highlight of the transfer window, either here or in England. Some of the some of the surprises maybe for you. But this is Ange speaking about Livy this evening. Tough game, tough challenge. When you play Livingston, it's always um, a good challenge, and um, you know they're in they're in good form. They're having an outstanding season. David's um, you know got them up and about in terms of really competing in every game. They're in great position um, on the table, and I'm sure their goal this year is to stay in there and potentially get European football. So they'll be highly motivated. So great challenge for us. But you know, at the same time, we're, we've been in good form for a long time now and very consistent in performance and results. And at home, you know, we just uh, got to make sure that, again, we, we play our football and, and uh, you know, dominate the areas we want to and the result will take care of itself. I see he came out today, he was talking about being the biggest spending team, he said, because we're the biggest team in the country. So it keeps the pot boiling, Barry, doesn't yeah, I like it? it. I, I like yeah. this sort of stuff. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't mind it. I mean, it's it's brilliant for us. Yeah, exactly. We talk about yeah. it's, um, I, I quite like it. He's, he's, he's good at his pressers. Mm-hmm. Let, let's be honest with you, if a, a manager has a sly wee dig at him, he's no scared to come back. And, and you know what? I don't mind that. I like yeah. it, actually. Stephen, wee bit of needle. Yeah, he's a brilliant listen. I'm not sure, too sure about the one happy the one uh, asking him the questions because he can be quite snappy uh-huh. at times. But yeah, he's a great listen. Once you retire, that might be your role. You never know. I never know. Management. Yeah. yeah, it is different. Here's Jota speaking um, about some of the new signings and also about the game tonight with Livingston. A game like uh, the others, a tough one where we are going to focus on ourselves, uh, try to do our best and uh, give a good show and uh, perform to win to the Celtic fans. What does he make about the new signings then, four added during the break? I think we are definitely a, a group that um, wants to put everyone comfortable and uh, just welcomes everyone the same way because we know that uh, whenever everyone is fit and uh, comfortable uh, here in, in the team, they will just perform and be be better teammates. So when we can all develop, it will be better for, for everyone and for the club. So, yeah, everyone is happy with the new signings, with the new teammates, and uh, we can't wait for uh, to achieve things together. Yeah, it was, wasn't a break, of course. It was the transfer window. Barry, do you think it's been a good one for Celtic? Yeah, time will tell. But obviously, Alistair Johnson's been in for a while. He made his debut um, at Ibrox. <clears throat> Sorry, and obviously he's impressed. And... As I say, you just need to look at the record that Postacoglu has got in the transfer market. Um, I'm guessing that the players that he's brought in, the two Japanese players and the Korean player, they'll be as similar to like Kyogo and Hitati, how their Celtic careers have went. So, listen, the manager seems happy enough, um, no doubt about it. Um, watching him in, in, uh, at the weekend again against uh, Dundee United, and I, I think I says it on Monday, Paul, I'm watching the game and you sit down and kind of think, could this be the day they maybe drop a couple of points? But at no stage throughout the game did I, I feel, um, even at nothing each when they go in at half-time, I just felt Celtic could step up that, that gear um, and they certainly done it in, in the second half. And the guy who was speaking there, Jota, who's been off it a wee bit, looked to me of his forms um, back to what it was before. 
we mentioned it on Monday night. What about that goal from Jota? The way, you know, the cross was, the, the keeper lost it. But what did you make of it, the angle? Yeah, it's, it's, I suppose you, it's not until you've seen the still that the picture of how tight it was. He sees, I mean, it looks as if at first glance you think the goalkeeper's been caught under it and it's a tap into the back. It was so much more work to do and uh, I think that's a demand event. All the Celtic wingers, you've got to be at that back post when, when the crosses come in and there's goals there and an Ange Postacoglu team. So, great header and a brilliant goal from a Celtic point of view. It was having that desire to get in at the back post. That, I mean, that would annoy me if you're... I know it's Moy that crosses the ball but the the opposite side uh, the wide players inside the six yard box that's I, what you want I almost think it's a rule in the Celtic team Aye. I think if you don't get there it's not even just if you don't get there you won't play and I think that's why Jota didn't play at Ibrox because he hadn't been doing it in the previous Livingston game That's what I was about to ask both of you could Jota give a bit more? Do you think that's what the manager's looking for Barry? I just think he's went through one of these stages we all do it as players throughout the season you're formed up slightly and I just think it was when that was the case with Jota you don't become a, a bad player overnight you're just your form dips that's just part of being a professional football player but again watching the game at Tannadice he looked to me if he's, he was bad he looked sharp he, his trickery was there he was creating chances and obviously he got his goal um, in the second half from Moyes Cross and it was at an angle I mean it was an unbelievable angle to get the header in it was, um, it was a, a great finish from Here's Jota speaking about his own form. I'm someone who looks every day to, to be better and uh, to develop my skills, my fitness levels, my tactical aspects. And um, that's what I try to do every day. I wake up with the same mentality. So that's, that's what I'm going to try to do every day, learning from everyone and just be better. I tell you, his English is brilliant, isn't it? Yeah, the, one of the biggest things that impresses me is um, sometimes with that type of flair, uh, player, the flair and coming from a different country, he's found his form again during the our Scottish winter. You know what I mean? He's gone yeah. to Tannadice, it was a horrible day and he was a standout player. Um, I think he's got a huge future in the game. Horrible night last night, of course, with the, you know, the winds, especially up north, uh, Air United going through in the cup and so too Queen's Park, although I know there was a player who apparently was ineligible, Henderson, so we'll wait to find out what happens. But the story today was that both were going through, Barry, so we'll wait to find out. Let's hope they are. Yeah, um, yeah. Air United. I watched the game last Friday, if I'm being honest with you. Uh, yeah. Air was up at Cove and, and they absolute battered. Yeah. Uh, Cove Rangers, I mean, it was five going on seven or eight. Um, and again, I, I fancied theirs. Um, Bullen's got them playing some decent stuff. They're, they're a good mm. team. They're a solid unit. And I wasn't surprised by that result. I, I'm sure Paul Hartley needs to, they need to stop shipping goals. I, I think over the last four games or five mm. games since he's come in they've, they've shipped a, a number of goals so that's something they need to start um, getting into their game is making sure they're solid at the back and not conceding Queen's Park Simon Murray away to Ross County there was interest in the championship another club so you wouldn't want the, the Dundee boy going somewhere else yeah well you definitely wouldn't want him going anywhere in the league I mean he's such a huge player he was such a huge player for uh, Queen's Park this season and a massive loss I mean you hope it doesn't um, cost them because um, up to a few weeks ago you're thinking Queen's Park have a real shot at winning this league uh, and it's a lot of goals to lose but real good win I know uh, I'm not too sure what will happen with the uh, potential in ineligible player but another impressive result that going up to Inverness on a Tuesday night and winning 2-0 So much football last night Newcastle great joy the first time in 300 years no it's not as much as that but a League Cup final Yeah uh, I, I watched that I mean that uh -huh. is fear that's absolute yep. rocking yep. Um, and they got off to a flyer um, mm -hmm. I thought the second half Crystal, pa uh, Crystal Palace Southampton 
come into the game. Um, and obviously it was a, a cagey last eight or nine minutes with the, the man getting sent off. But listen, what a job he's done since he's come in, Eddie Howe. And, and I keep going back to it. They players, some of the players that he's starting struggled, really struggled mm-hmm. under Stevie Bruce. Um, so fair play to Eddie Howe, but what a place to... I mean, if, if that club's winning... I mean that, that that city must be absolute rocking at this moment in time I've not been at the ground for years but it was the night they played when they were up against Man United remember Kevin Keegan in charge and it was a kind of title decider mm-hmm. Man United won but the place was absolutely rocking but it's bigger now isn't it the club you know they've they've extended it it's some place you've played there yeah well, obviously they were in the championship yep um, when I was at Watford then the journey, the journey their fans went on in terms of relegations and, and everything with Mike Ashley, they, they never stopped supporting a club. You know what I mean? There was never a drop-off in attendances, home or away. And it's just good. That I know there's a bit of noise around the, the ownership, but it's great to see the fans that have stuck with it getting rewarded with, with the success they're having at the minute. Some strike last night, mind you, from Shea Adams, wasn't it? Good for Scotland, uh, yeah. Terrific, strike. wasn't it? How mm. far out? A good, I would probably yeah. say 25, mm-hmm. 30 yards. Um, Brilliant. And past a, a top class goalkeeper mm. for me he's, he's the best um, English goalkeeper at this moment in time Nick Pope Tonight you can't see past Man United can you against Nottingham Forest Yeah I mean they're three goals yeah. up Paul I, I think they just need to be professional and I think they'll have too much for Nottingham Forest Can I ask you one other thing about England just now Jao Cancelo away on loan what's that all about the Man City star could you believe it when you heard he's no, off to Germany no on loan by I think uh, 60 million pound if they want to buy him mm-hmm. um, in the summer again I thought he was one of Man City's yeah. main players but how can you go against Pep Guardiola he, for me he's the, the best manager about and he knows the game and listen he's let him go for a reason mm-hmm. Stephen were you surprised yeah, but I mean, there was noise coming out that there'd been a bit of an argument between the two of them. Cancelo wasn't happy with the game time he was getting, which is, I mean, it's a case if you're part of that Man City squad. I mean, they're trying to pick your Man City players and a fantasy football team's a disaster. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, it just shows you that Pep's in charge and um, if you step out of line and he, he feels as if he can do without you. And Nathan Aki stepped up to the plate recently as good as Cancelo's been, so... Um, yeah, I don't expect to see him back if if the rumours are true. Four games on tonight in the Premiership and we're looking forward to the matches. Let's hear from Michael Beale. This was him yesterday with the injury update for There's Rangers. There's no injury issues from, from the weekend. Jacko had a nasty one on the shin that came up a little bit and at half-time I thought it was the best just to to bring him off with a view to uh, tomorrow night. So other than that, we're fine. He's been speaking about Malik Tillman. Brilliant. He's a very shy young man, keeps himself to himself. He's learning about the hustle and bustle of British football, I think. You know, he's a really calm, composed young man and that really helps him in the final third. I think he's a goal scorer from midfield. He has played as a number nine and and as a number 10 coming through at Bayern Munich. So I'm delighted with Malik. I'm trying to help Malik um, in a few areas in his game, which I think will enable him to go and play really at the high, high level in the future. Remind ourselves, he's, he's 20, he's as young as some of the academy boys we've got around the team. Barry, what's your lineup in the midfield for Rangers tonight? Who do you think we're going to see? I think you're going to see Jack and Lundstrom, and I think it could be Jack, Lundstrom, and Kamara. Right. I think yeah. you could go with the three of them. Mm-hmm. Kamara, of course. Because yeah. uh, you know what it's going to be like, like yeah. going to Tynecastle with tight pitch fans and top of you. Yeah. It's 100 mile an hour. It's um, 
Hearts are going. I, I think Hearts will, will come out the traps as well. So Rangers need to be prepared for that. This this is a massive test for the Rangers team because I've I spoke about it. I think they've shown great character since Michael Beals come in. That was something that was labelled against them before the World Cup. Um, so they've certainly shown in certain away games. Um, they've shown that character to get the three points. Um, so I, I'm looking. I'm really looking forward to the, the game tonight because um, as I said it's a big test going to Tynecastle, and it's always a a big ask to come away with the three points. And is the pitch tighter? I know the fans are right on top of you. Yeah, it's it's tight on Ibrox. Yeah, yeah. There's not a massive difference, mm. but it's no it's not going to be like Ibrox. I mean, I watched the game against St. Johnson. That was like an absolute bowling green. Mm. At the weekend, um, I don't think Tynecastle will be like a, a, a bowling green. Um, I'll need to see when I turn Hearts TV on <laughs> yeah. and, and watch the game. So I'm really looking forward to it. It's, it's a game as a footballer you always want to be involved in. Um, going to Tynecastle, as I say, is I, I just love going there. And Cantwell, a decent start at the weekend for you? Yeah, I mean, it was tough. It was one of the games where Rangers really didn't go out of second gear, if I'm being honest with you. Um, look, they deserve to win. I've seen them play better. They, they've done more than enough to, to get the three points. But listen, as debuts go, that's the sort of game just to bed yourself in, Paul, um, what you want. So he showed flashes. There's no doubt about it. He's, he's certainly got the, the ability. And, and um, the one I'm really looking forward to is Raskin. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, I'm looking forward to seeing him. I think he's the type of player Rangers have been um, needing for that competition in the, the centre of the park. We'll hear Michael Beale speaking about Raskin shortly. And news today, good news for St. Johnson, Nicky Clark's appeal for that red card at the weekend overturned. Stephen, any complaints about that? No, no complaints, but the only thing, I mean, you're starting to look at St. Johnson being in a relegation battle and you're thinking, oh, it's all, it's all well and good that he's won the appeal, but we could have done with the 11 men at Ibrooks on Saturday. Um, every point's a prisoner at the minute and would still have been a long shot to get something, but I think they'd have rather they overturned it there and then. Barry, we talked about it Monday. That's Nobody. the right decision, yeah, Paul. Sure. I mean, as I said to you, I was watching the game and I'm thinking it's not even a yellow. I've just got on with the game. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's one of the ones where he's took the ball, he's he's been slightly pulled at the back, he's kind of slipped, he's no meant it. Um, I thought the game would have just went on and then when the red card got um, put out, I was, I was stunned of him, being honest with you. So I think the right decision. We'll bring you the team news from all the big games in the second hour. The Go Radio Football Show with Macklin Motors. Book your service, MOT or repair online today at macklinmotors.co.uk. Let's go! Go Radio Football Show with Macklin Motors. Stephen McGinn is with me, Paul Cooney, and the birthday boy, well, almost in a few hours, Barry Ferguson. Barry, what are you getting for your birthday? I'm trying to think, what, what, what could we get you? Uh, I like I'm surprises, so, I like surprises, what, but can I just say okay. something on my birthday? <laughs> yes. Do you know I was born at five minutes to three in the afternoon, ah, and you know yeah. my mum phones me bang on. Oh, five to three, magnificent! What if your birthday was just ahead of a game then? So yeah, I was. Did you ever phone you in the mobile five to I three think, just before? Like yeah, she probably. Well, I've just got a mobile phone, so I don't know. <laughs> um, that's a good. Yeah. That's a good mm. um, question. That. Uh, yeah. She maybe have phoned me before. Um, you obviously went in and started focusing on the, the game, but. I like that. I always look and my mum bang on five to three. She always gives me a, a phone. 
I'd love, to be a, I'd love yeah. to be a fly, flying the wall if uh, Barry tried to answer that during Walter Smith's uh, of, team of talk. Of course, yeah. <laughs> and Stephen, of course, you're, you know, your family, your granddad was the chairman of Celtic and so you were a Celtic fan. Um, but what did you think of Barry Ferguson as a young player um, when you were growing up and looking to play? Because I know you've mentioned it to me before. Yeah, a uh, huge fan. Well, I, I tell life, I yeah. said I was a huge fan. <laughs> admirer? The opposite of a huge fan there. Uh, but yeah. yeah, secret admirer. I mean, there was, yeah. guy, there was, there was ones when you're growing up, I mean, Obviously, Barry, uh, Van Bronckhorst, George Alberts, where you, you couldn't help but think, what a player. Um, and then when you play against, I got to play against Barry uh, a couple of times and, and you appreciate just how good he was. Did you get near him? No. No, I had a few wee kicks at him uh, yeah. if I could, but nah, over yeah. the piece, no. Young Paul was on and described him as a champion footballer, which I thought was a great thing he said to me at the weekend. Barry Ferguson, a champion footballer. How many pints of Guinness did they have? I uh, had a couple. No, no, he's, that's right. No, he did. We were yeah. speaking about midfielders, and, mm-hmm. and nowadays um, you get defensive midfielders, you get attacking midfielders. Yep. Barry could do everything, and uh, you remember at times Barry used to say, "Ah, but he doesn't score enough goals." And then he, he has that season where he was it twenty-five or something he scored. No, it was it was one of the ones, but it was we played certain certain players, or we played like maybe with two holders or one holder and two further forward and when we played that I, I could go that one further forward but you just mentioned the players like Alberts Van Bronckers Claudia Arena two guy De Boer De Boer yeah there was there was um, some players and, and when you're young um, it's good to I mean, sit back and trying to keep them out of the team and, and you learn so much off them as, as well but then the flip side of that playing against Celtic team that I played against the, the players and even the Aberdeens and the Dundee Uniteds and at that stage they were all spending money so there was a lot of a, a lot of good players and, and the game was in a good place in the late 90s early 2000s you're just thinking of the names and uh, guys like Arthur Newman yeah. both the boys how how were they, how were these guys playing in this country for, yeah. for so long do you know what I mean when you think of the current market it was a phenomenal revolution at Rangers and Celtic you know, it started the late 80s, remember, when Terry Butcher came. Chris Woods, the England goalkeeper. There were so many top players. Trevor Francis, I know it was towards the end of his career. There's so many of them. And then Celtic responded, bringing some some big names when before Celtic had been criticised, you know, about the way the signing policy... Just the way it's gone up here. I mean, you get the, the Van Dykes. Uh, yep. They go, they go after a couple of years and then they go for the big money and when then you go to Liverpool. Yeah. You just can't keep a hold of them now. But that in that particular period, I mean, the Celtic Rangers team, they, you, you did fancy, genuinely fancy them to beat just about anyone at home in European football. Dembele as well. And I see he's three million, but Southampton, he didn't want to go there, Barry. His, I know his, the contract's up soon. Yeah, but so, I thought uh, yeah. three million pound, I mean, you think he... How good he was when he was at Celtic and um, his, his kind of career's kind of stalled a wee bit but listen there's no doubt he's a he's a top centre forward um, so I was surprised that nobody um, came in and if that was the, the price that was getting bandied about I think it's worth a I mean I wouldn't even say a risk it's not even a gamble for me £3 million is absolute buttons for a player of Dembele's quality yeah but you never know what's going on in, in behind the closed doors but He's not had a good season this year. I know Lacazette's came in. I don't know if he's moved position. Don't follow the the French league, but he was a top goal scorer at Lyon last year. Mm. It's not as if he said a three or four barren years. Like he was, he had a very good season last year. So, yeah, I think he was definitely worth taking a chance on. 
I see Antonio Conte was in hospital today getting a, a, an operation and we wish him all the best. He was taken in this morning, I think Goldstone. So we hope he's well soon. I that's maybe yeah. be sure of that. So I believe. And what about Sean Dykes then? We spoke about him the other night, uh, Barry. And, I think yeah. he's going to be brilliant for it. Uh-huh. I just think he's what Everton need. Um, I just like how he comes across. I know Stephen's played mm. under him. I, I just love listening to him. Whether he's been on Monday Night Football, mm-hmm. um, I've listened to a couple of podcasts. Uh, he was on uh, Fozzie's, mm-hmm. the, the goalkeeper I played. Um, he was on his podcast. And he's just a, a brilliant listener. And, and I just get the vibe that he's a type of manager you would love to play under. And one thing you're going to get is Everton are going to be well set up. They're going to run about. They're going to be hard to beat. Um, but I, I think he, he never get the just rewards of what he actually done. At Burnley, because he still had some real good players and players that probably missed the opportunity, maybe go to the the top. He gave them the opportunity, and I thought they flourished under him. So I, I think Everton have made the the um, the right choice. I think he'll be brilliant for up. Everton. Yeah, and I was just about Sorry. to say that I think though I think he will keep Everton up this season. Stephen, a couple of things there. So nobody went to Everton yesterday. They tried hard, but nobody wanted to come. Um, do you think he will keep them up? Uh, well, one thing I think with Sean Dice going into Everton, I think he'll have, he's always wanted this chance, this opportunity. I mean, Everton's a massive football club. I know the, the problems they have in the background or something, but Sean Dice, uh, for what he's done in, in English football, I mean, at Watford, the season he had at Watford, he was very harshly sacked um, and an amazing job he'd done at Burnley. So he's probably not the, get the glamour of other names in, in English football and he's had to wait patiently for a chance to come up and he's taken over Everton in a real bad position but he knows a lot of those players he's worked with a lot of them before he's uh, Tarkowski um, um, trying to think Michael Keane mm-hmm. uh, the left side so boy the he knows the players no, no, he's yeah. a, he knows the players he, and that'll help and he's got that reputation of keeping them up he kept Burnley up so long in fact when they bulleted him last year he may well have still kept them did, in the top did, league did you see the thing that he's, he's told them to wear shin guards in training oh, has I he? love yeah. that yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's, yeah, for me I think you've got to train the way you want to play mm-hmm. and if that's a, a kind of physical side that he wants brought into the training you're all, you're all for it that was, that was that's not that's just a requirement that's just get no no questions asked. Just go on with it. That's what we do. We play like we train. Oh. And he, I think I've said it in the program before. There was a fine in, in place, not just in in games and training, where if you turned your back in a shot, it was a fine. Oh, so he didn't. I mean, the amount of goals you see he used to show us clips of goals we'd lost mm-hmm. the previous season. You turn your back slightly, and it would hit off you, uh, deceive the goalkeeper, and you had to just take it. I mean, see if you took it flush in the face yep. in training honestly I'd run and give you a big bear hug mm-hmm. and think you've taken that one for the team there what if it was even worse and it was lower <laughs> you take <laughs> it in the midriff <laughs> but hey, listen, listen it sometimes you've got to take it yeah, there of course. for the sake yep. of no conceding no a goal but, but I think some of the players at Everton yep. will be in for a shock in terms of what he'll bring and I'm sure if he sees somebody who are, are like taking it easy in training I don't think they'll last under a, a manager like Sean Dyson and, and look Stephen will be able to tell you what he's like the, the teams around him will be the unhappiest about Sean Dyson getting the Everton job I think so because yeah, he, yeah. he knows if you're competing with Everton you're looking at them the way they're going the, the uncertainty the, the fans fighting with the board and the yeah. players and everything you're thinking right that's one place gone they're definitely going down now that Sean Dyson comes up not only are they a major they're going to be majorly competitive to stay in the league 
it's going to be a real tough game to real tough team to beat. I mean, Burnley were so hard to beat. Watford, the, the difference he made at Watford just in terms of being hard to beat was uh, night and day, stopping crosses, everything, all the real basics of the game he, he mastered. Who's going to be the new manager of Aberdeen? Any uh, insight? There's no name really emerging I, I yet. think they're going to take yeah. their time. Yeah. Uh, if you look who they've brought in, they've obviously Barry Robson's Barry. been yep. there. He, he knows the club inside out. They've brought Steve Agnew, who's an experienced coach down in England. And I think it's another... I think a youth coach who's on, on board as well I, I think he'll stabilise it I think they'll take their time because um, I don't think they can rush into um, another appointment that's not going to work because the last couple have not worked Stephen Glass who was um, McCormack's man never never worked Jim unfortunately never worked as well um, so I think they'll, they'll need to take their time and, and don't be surprised if I think they get it until the end of the season because yeah. I don't think they're going to get third place I think Hearts are going to get it I think Aberdeen are in for a fight with fourth with Hibs and Livingston they're out of both cups so I think it's a case of the next three months let Barry Robson and the coaching staff take it and then an appointment get made um, maybe a month before the season ends so they can come in continuity and have a look yeah. at the squad and see where it needs um, strengthened Stephen what's the word on the grapevine? Well I just think when you look at it if Barry Robson and, and another youth coach had been in charge of the team tonight um, you're thinking they're going to want to they're going to have an eye on someone or they're going to want an interview process they're going to want to wrap it up quite quickly and get a new manager in charge but I think the fact that they've allowed them to bring on Stephen Agnew um, suggests that they've got half an eye on Barry Robson having a chance of getting a job if he gets the way the fixtures work home to St Martin and home to Motherwell this week um, Barry Robson's got a chance of getting off the, off the mark with a couple of wins so I think he's really competitive for the job okay. I watched his presser a good presser as well uh, I know it? Barry yeah. Robson he was a, yeah. an apprentice at, at Rangers um, oh, as a young yeah. young boy, uh -huh. I know he's played with Celtic, uh, but that's yeah. where he started off at Rangers. Um, so it's good to see that he's he's getting into the, the coaching. But I thought his presser was really well, uh, really good. He says, "Listen, they've got to realise they've got one of the best jobs about. They're professional footballers, are well paid, um, and they want something to go out and play with a smile on their face, and, and that's what that's what you want." Good games. Five of them tonight. Aberdeen against St Mirren, Celtic Livingston, Kilmarnock against Dundee United, Motherwell St Johnson and Hearts against Rangers. Nicholas Raskin has signed this time yesterday. He was paraded. He's probably not going to play tonight. I feel very exciting about being here to join this big club. And I'm looking forward to play into Ibrox. When my lawyer told me this, I was very, very excited because I was watching the game in Europe. When you get to the final... So I knew this, this was a very big club and also in Belgium we are looking uh, a lot to your, your big derby. So for sure uh, I was very, very excited. Is that a big derby, Barry Ferguson? <laughs> <laughs> he speaks good English. Doesn't he? Yeah. To, to be fair. Um, but as I said, he's one that um, I've seen a number of clips on the internet. I've watched a few people speak about him and he's highly regarded. So... By all accounts, he's what um, I think Rangers need. Um, but listen, the proof will always be in the pudding when he sees the pressures and the demands. He's going to be under at Rangers, but I think Rangers could have a, a proper midfielder on their hands here. And that's the window closed, Barry, so it's only, what, 25 sleeps to go now to the big, the next big deadline, and it's going to be the cup final, Rangers against Celtic at Hamden. Yeah, listen, it's, it's going to be a, a cracker. There's a, 
a few games obviously before yeah, um, the yeah. cup final but I was always a big believer in that the first cup so important because it's it's a boost of confidence um, and listen Rangers need to get trophies in that, that cabinet at Ibrooks. The news is next then in the next hour Barry and Stephen will be first with the news of the teams tonight. The Go Radio Football Show with Macklin Motors. Find your nearest dealership at macklinmotors.co.uk Let's go! There's a new name for Toyota in Lanarkshire. From one of the UK's biggest names in motor retail. Macklin Motors Toyota is now open in Hamilton. We're bringing you everything Toyota backed by first class service. So come and view the stunning new Toyota range, all with up to 10 years warranty. Including the Igo Cross and the new Yaris Cross compact SUV. See our great choice of approved used Toyotas. Our formidable range of commercial vehicles, including the Hilux. Get expert servicing from our manufacturer trained technicians. And specialist advice from our Motability team. Macklin Motors Toyota is open now at Whistlebury Road, Hamilton. The Go Radio Football Show with Macklin Motors. Brand new Toyota showroom now open on Whistlebury Road, Hamilton. Let's go! If you're listening on the way to one of the games tonight, enjoy it, wrap up well. The Go Radio Football Show, Macklin Motors, Rangers and Scotland legend Barry Ferguson is here. The Falkirk captain, Stephen McGinn, man of uh, quite a number of clubs. It's great to have him on board this season with us. And Paul Cooney. 0808 17 17 700. The transfer window has come and gone. Uh, Joseph, a big Celtic fan, is on at Go Football Show. He's on the socials. And here's what he wants to ask you both. It's a bit of a question and also um, a loss, he thinks, Gikamakis. He's surprised that he's gone to America and thinks, does it show that Celtic should have done more to keep Gikamakis, give him a bigger contract rather than lose him to, well, whatever it was he was going, maybe Japan, but it looks as though it'll be ratified in the next few days. He's off to Atlanta. Barry, can you keep a play? What, what do you feel about it? I know where you feel about Gikamakis. Mm-hmm. Could the club have done more, do you think? Well, at a club like Celtic, they've got a strict wage structure uh, and... If Jack and Marcus can get um, over that at another club elsewhere, because bearing in mind he's 27 coming up in 28, this is probably his last big contract. Um, I think look, Celtic have got every right to to say, look, we're, we're, we're no breaking it unless it's some someday ultra special. I'm not saying he wasn't ultra special. He was a very good Celtic player, but sometimes um, if you listen to Postecoglou do his his presser when he was talking about um, Jack and Marcus. He says it was something that he couldn't turn down in terms of financially. And obviously Celtic couldn't match that. And sometimes players need to um, think about themselves because it has a real short career, Paul. Yep. You just don't know what's round the corner. Um, but every club's got a, a wage structure and a, and a budget to work with. And obviously the, the money that he's getting over in the MLS um, and over the last few years, it's, it's went through the roof in terms of the salaries over there. So... I don't think it's an offer that Jack and Marcus himself could turn down at his age. Stephen, what do you feel? Well, I think all of it, we're all speculating. None of us actually know. Yeah. Um, you're thinking, is it game time? Is it money? But I think if Ange really wanted to keep Jack and Marcus, he keeps him. I do, honestly. And, and I don't know whether... Um, I mean, Ange sounds delighted to have got signed O. Um, has he said to Jack and Marcus, look, I'm signing this boy. Kyogo's, you know what I already think of Kyogo? He's ahead of you in a pecking order. We play one striker the game time you've got just now that's going to minimise again maybe it's best for you go and get yourself a big contract because if you're losing a player um, to, to Atlanta United no disrespect but mm-hmm. a club besides Celtic can keep him 
So you don't think Joseph is asking, could this come back and bite Celtic? If something happens to Kyogo... I, I don't o think Postacoglu would let him go unless he's going to get a, a, a replacement at the same quality or even better than Yakimakis. Stephen? Yeah, I just, I, yeah. I just from watching the pre- presser, Ange seems pretty excited. He looks he looks like a big lad. Uh, oh, and he can shift and he looks as if he's got a bit of quality as we've seen with a couple of his touches. So um, I, I, I just think that maybe Jack Marcus has been told your game time's going to get even less. Here's what Jota has to say about the new striker in from South Korea. He's definitely someone who is going to, to add to the team. He's just been here for a short period of time, but um, we are going to give our best so he can feel at home and just perform the way he can do better. Tell you who else he's been speaking about, the man that's impressed everyone after a slow start. It's Aaron Moy. Aaron is definitely a, a very good player uh, with a lot of experience and um, he, he adds a lot of things just like the other teammates everyone is special in its own way so in the end it's all about bringing the best of each other and to to create a very strong group that can achieve very important things nine points between them as we go into tonight Barry it is fascinating and Moy's been a, a huge influence in Celtic when at first you thought I wonder where he's going to play yeah he's been terrific since the World Cup break since he's got his opportunity to come in um, there's no doubt I use the the, the word He's a proper footballer. Mm. He can handle the ball, he can pass the ball. He's got a few goals, I know a couple for the penalty spot, but he, look, he's, a, he's, a, he's a proper footballer. And to get him on a free transfer as well was, was some bit of business. And just look at the level he's played at as well, Paul. He's played in the Premier League down in England. He's played in a tough league in the, the Championship in England. Um, he's got X amount of Australian caps. Um, so, yeah, I mean, that was a a real find um, signing Moy up in a, a contract because he's been, for me, over the last month, he's probably been Celtic's most consistent best player. And of course, the man who had 400 appearances uh, celebrated at the weekend tonight, there'll be 401, I would imagine, Callum McGregor. It's a dream come true. You know, I, I said it there that if I'd have made one appearance of this club, that would have been enough. But to still be here um, 400 appearances later still with the hunger to do well and we're a really good team and a really good manager behind me then you know I'm, I'm loving every bit of it so it's just about us continuing to, to stay focused stay honest keep working hard and hopefully there's more to come Stephen McGinn what a player have you got a, a WhatsApp with captains in Scotland you and Callum and <laughs> James Tavernier no um, I'll go on yeah. I just uh, probably pay tribute to, to what he's done I mean um I remember he was at Notts County. Um, well, well, I remember the team he played in. Jack Grealish was on the other side. Callum is a kind of young right winger. And over the time at Celtic, it's not been easy for him. He's um, had a lot of good players in the way. He's had spells in, in Brendan Rodgers' team when he played left back. I think under Ronnie Dalia, yeah, he broke in at right wing. and He's just got better season after season. And uh, what a leader he's become for Celtic. You know, um, a lot of times... Any team losing what Scott Brown brought to the party um, would be a major loss, but Cal McGregor's really stepped up and uh, just amazing what he's done at Celtic. Yeah, see when I look at centre midfielders, mm. a lot of them try and overdo it. He just keeps the game simple. And football is simple, that's what he does. He just keeps them ticking. And I like that from a, a central midfielder. Sometimes people say, oh, he's no playing that fancy 40, 50 yard passes, but you need players on the team who play that role and he plays the role to be honest with you over the last couple of years um, he's grew into it 
Um, and as I said, I think if you bring him out, that Celtic team, um, they're, they're, they're a weaker team. But for me, he just keeps the game simple and he makes the game look simple. He's going to be one of the great old firm captains, isn't he? You're sitting with one here, Barry Ferguson, obviously Scott Brown just before him, and Callum McGregor. Here's a wee bit more from him. Yeah, a lot of good things. Um, bit of luck in there as well, but you know the sacrifice, the, the dedication it takes to, to do this job. Good people around you, good manager, good players. You have to be successful to, to rack up that many appearances um, to still be here because there's a lot asked of you. So, you know, all of those things. But I think just a hunger to play football and a hunger to, to win keeps you sharp. Unflappable, would you say, Stephen? Yeah, and and I think he's got an amazing. Um, I think I think it's a habit he's developed. Uh, obviously, with the amount of trophies he won at Celtic, but it just feels as if no amount of trophies is enough. It just feels like as soon as he gets that trophy, it's on to the next one. And like what you expect from all the great captains around the world, he just feels as if he just wants hungry for more. I think it's it's just part of the process for us now. You know, the manager's got a really clear way of playing, real clear structure, and we know that it works. So we stick to that, which has got a success in the last eighteen months. So you you know, when when something gives you success, you buy into it and, and you continue to do those things. So you know, it becomes second nature to us now. Like I say, going at half time, we know the team are playing well. We know we're creating opportunities. Um, so it's just a, a case of staying calm and you know, finding that wee bit of quality which we did early on second half. Callum McGregor speaking after the game at the weekend it'll be 4-0-1 for him tonight the Celtic lineup. would you it's almost impossible to predict isn't it with Ange Postacoglu uh, what would we look for tonight Stephen? Well I think uh, I thought looking back I didn't think I thought Celtic had a few good performances in the forward areas Jota uh, Aaron Moy Callum McGregor is always good but I thought they defended really well um, they, they really didn't give Dundee United a sniff I can't really remember any occasion they even countered in Celtic uh, I thought Staffel and Carter Vickers were particularly good so I expect to see the same back four I think Cal McGregor always plays Matt O'Reilly I feel for a bit um, he's had another really good season I thought and Cal McGregor's ex- uh, absence he was excellent really stepped up to the mark um, I think Ange maybe could find a place for him tonight but it wouldn't shock me if it's Hattati and Moy again and then back to this front three guess um, I'm sure he'll get it once this yeah. year. Yeah, I think Maida will come yeah. back in. Okay. I think Kyogo will play and Jota. And Barry, Livy, do they park the bus? Do you reckon? Is that what they'll do tonight? Yeah, they'll go and try and frustrate. That's what you've got to do. I mean, I think if you open them up and you try and have a go at yeah. Celtic, then I think there's only one thing going to happen. Um, I'm sure look, David Martin, the job he's done it, Livingston over the, the piece has been... Unbelievable, if I'm being honest with you, with the budget he's got. Um, so I'm sure he'll go there with a, a game plan. That's try to keep the the game as close as possible until the final 15, 20 minutes and then maybe they can open up. But it's, got, it's a big ass for Livingston um, going to Celtic Park to try and get um, anything from the game. They've not lost since Christmas Eve and that really harsh Jason Holt red card. So mm-hmm. they're going really well and um, I think they're, I don't, I don't mean they're chasing down hearts but they're, uh, they're not going away and um, I think they're a, I think they're a real good shout for the European football I think they'll finish in fourth do you? yeah yeah. for Livy because yeah. Yep. hearts are definitely they're going yeah, to be third I, aren't they? I don't yeah. think they, they get enough credit uh-huh. if I'm being honest with you Livingston um, but they're kind of labelled this back to front team big strong physical right they, they have got a few physical players but they've got some good footballers as well in the team they've got a certain way of playing and they knows how to get results and when I watch Livingston, it's a group of players that look to me that there's a real 
connection between them there's a real togetherness uh, and you know what that's half the battle if you've got that in your squad so is David Martindale maybe the Sean Dyche of Scottish football and why is he not mentioned for Aberdeen I know he has been Stephen but could you see him go to Pataudry I don't see why he wouldn't be in, the, in their thoughts in terms of the job but at the team the, the year we won the league with St Mern uh, Livingston won the playoffs against Partick Thistle and that was the year they came up that was a team they had uh, uh, Lithgow Halkett Declan Gallagher they'd Lee Miller up front and they were long throws set pieces they were a real physical team they've adapted they're now actually one of the better footballing teams in the league honestly I, I watched them again on Sunday and they don't just go back to front that isn't their They've got good footballers in there. They're a lot smaller than teams. I mean, they have got the odd couple of big, yeah, but they're not. A, they're not the biggest teams in the league anymore. So um, I think they've adapted and really well, in, well in the running for the top four. And um, I, th- I think Dave Martindale's done a brilliant job. It's one of the big games tonight: Celtic against Livingston. We should have the team news in the next twenty minutes or so. Um, what about Hearts against Rangers? Let's hear. We heard from Jota earlier from Celtic. Let's hear from Cholak, and he's been speaking about the impact of the new manager, Michael Beale. A lot of wins, a lot of goals, uh, good combinations, uh, different goal scorers. We didn't lose the game, so yeah, I think uh, we can improve game by game. Still, a um, lot of work to do because uh, it was just a short period where we worked together until now, but a lot of games. And uh, yeah, I think uh, there's a lot to come uh, in the future. And a little bit more about Michael Beale. From the first day, he already knew my person and my quality from before. It was not from my previous game, for example, with Malmö. It was already before when I played in Croatia and he followed me and uh, yeah. And then we spoke, of course, about my my games here at Rangers, what I can improve on, what uh, how I can uh, find myself now in his formation. And um, I think it was uh, a lot of positive communications and uh, I'm really full of energy and yeah, full of fire uh, to to be the guy, you know, and to score in his formation, in his games and to bring in my quality. Full of energy, Barry, full of fire. Well, I hope he's full of that. He'll need it. Well, if he's doing the press, that tells me that there's a good chance that Sholak could um, start because Morelos was a bit off it, mm-hmm. um, if I'm being honest with you, when I watched the game at the weekend. So, so I'm, genuinely, when you're put up for the press, that tells you that you've um, got a good chance of starting. So, yeah, listen, he's, he's speaking well there. Um, he's had a niggly injury since um, Michael Beals come in. That looks to have cleared up now. There's no getting away that his record in terms of games to goals um, has, has been really, really good. Um, the only thing is that he kind of lacks is a link-up play, but look, he's not that type of player. He just wants service inside the box. So it'll be interesting um, to see if he'll, he'll start. Now that's maybe changed my... My team for tonight. Okay, you've got to give us your full I've team shot. You've got, got the team. Now. Okay, Stephen, jump in just before we get Barry's team. What were you going to say about Cholak? Just when you said earlier about twenty-five days to the cup final. Yeah. And and I, I mean I'm watching Rangers at the minute. I mean we've seen a lot of Morelos recently, mm-hmm. and it's, I mean little flashes, the odd little, little flash, but nothing like what you'd be looking for the Rangers striker. I mean he's well below the levels required at the minute, and uh, how they could do with Cholak finding his form from early in the season, and I think it could. I mean, even that last Celtic game, I thought Rangers played well and there was a lot of strong performances, but I thought Morelos was pretty poor on the day. So I think they'll be looking for Cholak to, to be get him firing in terms for that cup final. Barry, what's your team for tonight? Hearts, Rangers? What's your Rangers line-up? Well, you said the same back four now yeah. um, for a number, of, um, a number of games. And I like that. That was a problem area for me, mm. certainly centrally. Golston and Davis are now starting to strike up a good partnership. So 
McGregor in goals, Tavernier goals and Davis Barisic. I think the midfield three will go with, with three real central midfielders. I think it'll go Jack Lundstrom, Kamara. I could be wrong here. I think it'll go Sakala and Kent. And I think listening to that, it could be Sholak. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And Sakala, you think, is going to be there? Why Sakala tonight? Because I think Hearts are going to come out and really try and pressure his Rangers and maybe leave a, a bit of space in behind and he's a perfect player um, and you know what he's brilliant for a whether it's a defender whether it's for a midfielder you just clip it over the full back centre back and he makes an average ball look a real good ball at times um, and Rangers need I think Rangers need to use his pace more often because that's what he's obviously that's his biggest attribute is his, his pace and let's be honest he's been he's been fantastic since Michael Beals come in so yep I'm, um, I'm Sakala tonight Stephen, what do you make of the Rangers lineup? Yeah, that Barry would play. What do you feel? Uh, I had one change, which is um, I think he'll play Tillman mm. um, right. instead of Kamara. I think he'll go Lindstrom and, and Jack and Tillman in front, and Sakala and Kent. I think it's in these type of games recently he's been going with that that kind of midfield. It's a bit more from Cholak. He's speaking. That, that about, was my yeah. team. I, would I pick. know because you were changing <laughs> it, weren't you? Yeah. No, yeah. no, that's the midfield. I, I, I think it's going to be a real battle. I think yeah. it's roll the sleeves up. Tonight, I don't think there'll be a lot of football played. You'll be watching it on Hearts TV tonight. Yes, yeah, twelve ninety nine. You will indeed. Thank you. <laughs> Let's hear one more clip from Cholak, and he's speaking about Morello. Yeah, I always <laughs> mentioned it that um, it can be a positive thing for for the team, and um, we both have different qualities where we can help the team. And if the manager decides to play us like that, we know what we have to do. And um, yeah, we're training sometimes like that as well. We're training in different com- um, formations and combinations. So um, yeah, we always try to be prepared on every situation we have on the pitch. And let's see if the manager was giving away any hints about his midfield. Competition, I think. Competition. If you think who left that area of the team for Rangers was Joe Rebo. What did Joe bring to the team in terms of legs and energy? It's lazy to say that him and Tillman are similar because they're not. They're completely different. They're at different ages. I think Mallet brings something different to Joe. And I feel that that type of player would help us. I want one more that would, would compete with maybe Jacko, John and uh, Glenn Kamara in their sort of roles. Yeah, that's what we're looking for. Michael Beale there. Stephen, looking forward to this game tonight. You, you'll be juggling a few of them. I just can't believe Barry plays uh, sevens with the Hearts manager and assistant manager and can't get a code for Hearts TV off. That's right. no, no. By the general, I never even thought about that. <laughs> Streetwise, Stephen McGinn. No, Barry, you would pay the money, of course, for the Hearts. Yeah. Yeah, well, yeah. I, I need to. I tell you one thing, Lee McCullough wouldn't pay it anyway. <laughs> Is that maybe something for his, for his birthday? What, I'm trying to think what the man that's got everything. I mean, the TV is at what 60 inch TV you've got or oh, no, 75 no. inch or Let, let's just lower. move on there's a lot of football to be played tonight the birthday boy though. He's, he's getting excited isn't he you get excited for your birthday no I don't, I don't yeah. like getting no made a fuss about it I'll, I'll be honest with you I don't like it okay 75 inch telly then I think that's what we'll try to order Stephen McGinn Barry Ferguson up next The Go Radio Football Show with Macklin Motors Book your service MOT or repair online today at macklinmotors.co.uk Let's go 1st of February 2023 Paul Cooney with Barry Ferguson and Stephen McGinn full card tonight apart from the one last night Ross County invaluable point for them 1-1 with Hibs that was kind of unexpected maybe Barry do you think that Hibs well, after that huge win at the weekend were favourites. Yeah, but Ross County had a, a mm, big one against Kilmarnock as well. Yeah. Um, so that, that that was always going to be a close game for me. 
Um, and listen, as you said, um, good point. I, I, I think both of them probably will be happy enough with, with a point. Certainly when you go up to Dingwall, you always know it's tough. Even if Ross County are not having the best of seasons, but certainly the last couple of games Ross County have picked up and well, it just shows you how good a, a manager Malky is because um, I thought they were struggling. See if you think three or four weeks ago, mm, they were, for me, certainties, but now they've picked up and that's down to, for me, good good management and coaching. Are they going to be safe? Or who do you think? I think, I, I mean, I'm biased with Malky. He signed me. Yeah. Uh, loved him as a manager. Did a brilliant job. Yep. Um, I think you only need to see the job he's done this season, even making them competitive. I mean, the goals he lost with Charles Cook and Joseph Hungbo, and then to go again, and he's looking like he's going, got them going again for another survival. So, brilliant. Um, a brilliant manager. I love playing for him. Um, I watched the game last night and the conditions were horrendous. And it was one of those games where the manager says to you, look, the team that makes a mistake here loses a game. And um, each team makes a really bad mistake. Jack Baldwin with a short back pass and David Marshall be gutted with the goal he lost. I know there was a yeah. bit of noise yeah, over the VAR, pushing. but yeah. I think you could even tell with David Marshall's reaction that he thought he needed to do better. So uh, just in, in that type of night, you go out and you, you're trying not to make a mistake, but it was just, it was such a strong wind. Stephen, who do you think is going to go down? It's not one I like to ask and I don't know if you feel you can... Who are you most worried about at the moment or who should oh, be the most worried? I'm worried, obviously, from my, my brother's point of view, Motherwell. Yeah. Um, yeah. You just can't buy a win at home. Um, and then when you if, if you lose your away game, all of a sudden he comes back to, right, you need to win this home game. And um, they've not been do- they've not been getting enough points at home. It's uh, Steve Hamill openly admits it. And it's a massive game because they can bring St. Johnson right back into it tonight. Um so I mean the, the, as Barry said the card's brilliant you can make a case for wanting to go to yeah. all of the games tonight mm-hmm. there's uh, really something on them all I'll let you know after the games tonight <laughs> <laughs> I know. Uh, do you know it's what but I, I think there's some crackers I mean the, the two everybody's going to talk about obviously Hearts and Rangers but the, the two the, the one at Fir Park and the one at Kilmarnock um, a lot of nerves um, with the four teams there and the four teams that we've just mentioned there Kilmarnock, Dan United Muddle St. Johnson badly need three points um, so it'll be interesting to see how both of the games pan out but I think you can drop look, for St. Johnson Downers St. Johnson Ross County Muddle, Dan United Kilmarnock mm-hmm. it's between um, the five mm-hmm. and it's who gets a, a run and obviously the last couple of games Ross County we've just spoke about they're the ones who have picked up a wee bit who looked if they were getting um, everybody was getting away from them. So, yeah, big games tonight. Um, and as I said, it's squeaky bum time, I think, at Fur Park and Rugby Park tonight. It is, for sure. Do you and know you're talking yeah. the start of February. Of course. Time is going on now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, Stephen, do you know how, what was your favourite story from the window, would you say? North or south of the border? Is there something that caught your eye, one of the transfers? Yeah, it was actually announced today, but it was Motherwell signing John Abika. Um, I loved big uh, John Abika at St Mern a brilliant big guy he was a great uh, St Mern player and the fans loved him and the best bit of all was his song mm-hmm. uh, Tequila uh, I really so hope you sing mer- it for us no I, <laughs> I mean nobody wants to hear me singing on, on the radio but uh, I'd love to I'd love to be watching his, uh, his goal tonight on sports scene and hearing that and brings back fond memories you're confident he's going to score yeah well, he scored that famous goal for St Mern uh, oh, the one that relegated yeah. Hearts sure. um, yeah. I know the controversy for the relegation but mm. in terms of uh, our season 
if he hadn't scored that goal the way the with the COVID, we would have been relegated. So I remember Stephen Reside, um fast becoming a celebrity Motherwell fan. He was on here last night. He was worried, but he's posted that his face in the morning at nine o'clock looked unhappy. But by midnight or last night, he was feeling much happier for Motherwell. So I think see, he thinks goals are going to come for the well. Barry, for you, is there a transfer that stuck out north or south of the border? Obviously, the one south of the border was £107 yeah. million. Pound. Um, that's the one that sticks out. For me, I'm just looking close at home. It was interesting to see how much Rangers spent. They spent £4 million. Pound. Mm-hmm. And the one I, I'm, I'm excited about Raskin, I'm not want to put too much pressure on him, but I like to look at him. The word, um, you hear people talk about him. There's uh, definitely a player in there. It's how he adapts to, to coming. We all know what it's like in the west of Scotland. So, look, I think he's got the attributes. So, I'll go with I'll go with Raskin. Put a wee bit of pressure on him, but do you know yeah. what? You need to handle the pressure. And how's Cantwell doing for you? I know we've only seen him once, but yeah, it's going to take time. I, I, again, there's there's no doubt. I mean, it was hard to tell on Saturday, and that's the reason why I watched the game because I wanted to see him. I thought he would have played, but as I said, it was kind of there wasn't a, once St Johnson get Nicky Clark sent off. They kind of sat behind the ball a bit. St Johnson, which you naturally do when you go down to ten men. So Rangers really, it was just a game of possession. So it was really hard to tell and he only played 60 minutes and plus he's not had much game time at Norwich so he's got a bit of catch up to do so um, I don't think you can take too much out of that game in terms of Cantwell on Saturday. Stephen, what do you think of Cantwell, what you saw at the weekend and the highlights? Yeah, well, I think, I mean, the bits and highlights you see, I mean, there's no doubting he's, he's showed in the past that he's a good footballer. Um, the bit that I'm looking for probably Todd Cantwell's a Rangers player is as a competitive area of the park, it's a it's a position that demands goals and assists, um, big performances and big games. So um, he's going to have to hit the ground running. Um, obviously, there was a high profile January signing last year with Aaron Ramsey. It didn't really happen, but mm. other people stepped up with like Joe Aribo around him. So it doesn't matter what you've done in the past at, at clubs like the Rangers. You have to you have to perform week in week out. Okay, the teams are coming in. Here's the Celtic team. It's in two changes from the weekend. It's Hart and goals, of course. Johnson, Carter, Vickers, Starfeld and Taylor. McGregor, the captain. Hatate and O'Reilly. Jota, Maeda and Kyogo. On the bench, it's Bain, Haksabanovic, Abada, Moy, Turnbull, Kobayashi, O, Iwata and Forrest. Is that roughly what you thought? You delighted I got the front three. You got the front First three, you did. Season, well done, man. yeah. Had you inside information? No, no, no. no, no. no. Well, yeah. If I'd inside so, information, I'd had more no. by now. Um, yeah, O'Reilly Barry he'll be happy to be back in Matt O'Reilly so he was maybe rested for a wee while there as well I know people saying you know he'd fallen out of things yeah, but but yeah. I, again we spoke about it earlier on the yeah. show he's similar to Jota he's, he's been off it a wee bit but that, that happens you know what I mean it's it's just part of football Paul, there, there's no doubt and what a signing he's been for £1.5 million for, for League 1 MK Dons He's been um, he's been a, a proper player for, for Celtic and, and maybe that wee time out, that wee bit of obviously rest period, just sometimes it's good to take you out of the out of the firing line. Moyes come in and obviously done a good job now tonight. It's his, his chance to go and try and stake a claim to get back into that starting eleven. But as you look at the starting eleven, I mean so, I wouldn't say it's as it's weaker than the the starting eleven that played at Tannadice. No. And he always changes it, yeah? Stephen, I'm going to give you the Livy line-up in a second. I, no, I was just yeah. thinking about Riley. I mean, one of the possible uh, concerns you'd have is the lack of goals. 
he definitely doesn't score enough goals with how talented he is how good a left foot it is and the amount of chances he's had recently I think it's something especially Aaron Moyes came into the team and he's, I know he's hitting the penalties but he's scoring goals scored a good goal at Easter Road scored two against Morton so um, I think that's something he needs to be adding to his game but he knows now he needs to perform yep. if he doesn't perform he doesn't get playing he's out yeah because yep. obviously the three strongest just now in my eyes is, is McGregor Hattati and Moy here's the Livingston lineup: Shamal George of course in goals Nicky Devlin the captain Obelai Fitzwater Boys Penrice Omionga Holt Shinney Pittman and Anderson more teams coming in here's the Rangers teams just landed for the game at Tynecastle: McGregor Tavernier Goldson Davies and Barisic Lundstrom Kamara and Tillman Kent Fashion Sakala and Morellis. Barry, first reaction? Yeah, obviously. I think Jack would have played if he was 100%. Um, obviously, he took a knock. Um, came off at half-time. Um, so, yeah. I nearly got it right. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> nearly. Uh, on the but bench. it's still a strong listen. Oh. Yeah. Uh, again, I thought we we obviously show like doing the, doing the presser. Maybe he would have started. But Morellis needs to show a bit more tonight. I don't think he's he's shown enough. Um, as I said, that you know I've been a big supporter of Morelos. I think he's a very good centre forward, but I want to see more from him. On the bench, McLaughlin, Jack, Cholak, Cantwell, Sands, Wright, King, Devine, and Lowry. So there was talk yesterday he could be on his way to St Mirren on loan, but it hasn't happened. Um, right here's the Hearts team: Clark, Kingsley, Shanklin, the captain, Rawls, Mackay, Cochran, Sibic. Janelli, Quall, Hill and Snodgrass and on the bench Stewart, Grant, Keogh, Atkinson, Halliday, Forrest, Nielsen, McClucky and Oda. Strong lineup, Barry, just looking at Hearts there. Yeah and as I said strong bench as well Yep, for, for Hearts. As I said listen this ain't going to be easy for Rangers. This is going to be a case of you need to roll your sleeves up and make sure you're you're ready for the fight because um, listen Hearts in a good place Paul um, they've got players that can do a bit of damage here as well so Rangers need to be on it tonight to make sure they come away for Tin Castle with the three points Josh Janelli's one of those players isn't he? Yeah he's again he's got raw pace um, he's added a few goals over the last um, few weeks as well um, and you know what you're going to get for Shankland listen I think he's a player who's improved so much on Shankland um, out and out goal scorer but I think he's, his game outside the box has really improved as well. Stephen, it's going to be some game, isn't it? Hearts against Rangers tonight. As we hear, here's the Aberdeen team in. I've got St Mirren as well. We'll kick off with the home team. So this is the first one under Barry Robson. Lewis, McCrory, Shinney the captain, Majofsky, Duke, Ramadani, Hayes, Pollock, Clarkson, McDonald and Kennedy. Yeah, well, a couple of debuts at centre yeah. half. Um, I think uh, no secret that's been a problem this season. So uh, no surprise to see them put in for what, what Barry Robson will want to make. He's he's a big night for Aberdeen. That's Angus McDonald, isn't it? Free transfer uh, from Swindon Town. We'll give you the benches: uh, Richie Barron, Mark Andy. He came in last night, didn't he? As well, uh, Mislovich, Watkins, Coulson, Duncan. Bavage and Roberts. Up against your old team, St Mirren, Carson and goals, Fraser, Gogic, Dunn, Strain, Bacchus, Ahara's captain, Kilty, Tanzer, 
Grieve and Main. Barry, what are you thinking? Aberdeen against uh, St Mirren, just looking at those lineups. Don't be surprised yeah. if Aberdeen get a victory tonight. Mm-hmm. After the, the last three results and, and performances, it's just football sometimes um, uh, it baffles me how a group of players, I know he's made a couple of changes, but a group of players, their three previous performances were... Um, are well, well below par. Some shock results. Um, so, look again. I, I keep thinking, I mean, this form's been brilliant at home. Yeah. It's just that away yeah. form. I mean, see if they could sort it and get at least a point or on the road. But that, that's the thing. I'm sure it's frustrating the Sitman manager. Um, but I'm going to go a tight one. I'm going to go Aberdeen. You're going for the Dons. What do you think, Stephen? Your old team. Well, I think. Uh, I just think the way the seat the, the way it's going for them recently, I know I know there is a new manager and new voice and a reset button, but I just think St Murn are so hard to beat at the minute. Um I'd probably be more surprised if Aberdeen won than St Murn won. But um just with that away form probably thinking I'm thinking draw, one one. And I wonder how the punters will come out tonight, the Aberdeen fans, how they'll be. They've been angry with the the chairman. Yeah, but I think he I mean his interview he was obviously very emotional and I think they they can understood that he's coming from a good place. He has he has spent a lot of money. Um, I know it's not always went to the right place and it, it's not worked overnight. But I think he is trying to trying his hardest to make it a success. And I think they understand that. And I think they'll be right behind them today. But you know there'll be a travelling support up uh, from Paisley tonight, and they're they're dreaming about European football. The Go Radio Football Show with MacklinMotors.co.uk. Choose and reserve your next used car online today for a fully refundable ninety nine pounds. Let's go. So we're giving you the team news first for tonight for Celtic fans in huge numbers heading to the East End. Celtic start with Hart, Johnson, Carter, Vickers, Starfelt, and Taylor, McGregor, Hatate, and O'Reilly, Jota, Maeda and Kyogo and Rangers heading through to Tynecastle. they start with McGregor Tavernier Goldson Davies and Barisic Lundstrom Kamara and Kil- Tillman Kent Fashion Sakala and Morellas let's hear from Ange Postacoglu who was speaking about the game tonight with Livingston and uh, how he thought the game would go here's the manager tough game tough challenge when you play Livingston it's always um, a good challenge and um, you know they're in they're in good form. They're having an outstanding season. David's, um, you know, got them up and about in terms of really competing in every game. They're in great position um, on the table, and I'm sure, their goal this year is to stay in there and potentially get European football. So they'll be highly motivated. So great challenge for us. But you know, at the same time, we're we've been in good form for a long time now and very consistent in performance and results. And at home, you know, we just uh, got to make sure that. Again, we, we play our football and, and uh, you know, dominate the areas we want to and the result will take care of itself. Michael Beale, his transfer window also closed last night with two players in, Cantwell and Raskin. Cantwell on the bench tonight. The Rangers line-up we gave you a moment or two ago. Um, he was asked about the transfer window for him, players in and players out. Maybe one or two of the young ones, there's a possibility. Obviously, we've got a couple of lone players in and we've got to make a decision whether we want to retain them longer term and if we didn't, then maybe they'll be an opportunity for them to go to go back as well so uh, I want players that are going to be here for the long term that I think can can compete right now to make us stronger but also stronger in the long run as well So Morellis and Kent no change during the transfer window Barry do you still think Ryan Kent might sign a new Yeah, yeah I yeah. still think right you'll see Ryan Kent sign a, a, an extension 
um, and maybe have some sort of clause in it mm-hmm. after a year if somebody meets a valuation that Rangers want then um, he'll be allowed to, to go then but I can see him I think he looks in a good place Paul I think the the system that Michael Beale's playing really suits Ryan Kent gives him a bit of freedom to go and express himself and um, his performances over the, the, the last couple of months of are getting back to where you would expect expect from a, a player of Ryan Kent's quality. Stephen, I wonder sometimes what Morellas thinks when he hears people like Barry Ferguson saying, you know, he, he's, he is a great player. He's been brilliant for Rangers, off the boil a bit, the, well, big bit this season, not quite so good last season either. But you just wonder with that talent, what goes through his head, is as easy as that just switching it back on, get himself really ready and go out scoring as he did before? Yes, yeah, it's, it's really not been a season that you expect from Morellas, especially, I mean... Coming, in, coming into the last year of his deal um, I mean I, I think Michael Beals spoke before he's not someone that's a, a prime athlete when he was at his best but I don't think he, he's looked anywhere near the form he showed in the past and um, yeah it'd been a real surprise and the Kent the Kent one I, I think if Kent was going to stay he'd, he'd have signed a new contract by now I just think the way he's playing what he's done in the past I think someone might, might take a chance on him on a free well, we'll find out soon, probably. Oh, you're uh, wrong. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, Barry, you've been saying it for a while and we do <clears throat> listen to what you say. We don't know yeah, for it's sure. It's more, more yeah. hopeful because I, I do think he's he has a special talent. Um, just hadn't seen it enough. Mm. I, I was being greedy with him. I expect more okay. for Rankin, but I'm starting to see that he's starting to get more assists. He's adding a few goals to his game. Uh, and when, he, when you're in a happy place, Stephen will tell you, when you, when you look forward to getting into work, in the morning mm. you should be when you're playing at a club like Rangers it tends to bring the best out of you but I just think Michael Beale's been a big part of that with the, obviously the relationship they've mm-hmm. got and obviously the, the system that they're, they're playing under him I know you missed nothing did you see where Michael Beale was as the transfer window was coming to a close last night he wasn't behind his desk up at Ockenhowie he wasn't at Ibrox he was out in the car watching his son's training which is good to see as well and he had the telly on and he was just keeping in touch with everything out there in the car no doubt it would be a Douglas Park uh, major the chairman would be on the other line as well just in case there was any late signings there I, I like the way he shared that you know I think with the two managers at the big two I like the way they deal with the media and with people yeah, I mean, I think what you get for both of them is, is honesty and that's what you want. The media want that and certainly the, the supporters who pay their, their money to go and watch their, their, their team play. So I enjoyed listening to both of them. Um, I thought in terms of Rangers, Michael Beale was really open and honest when the window opened that he wanted to bring in a certain player. He'd done his part. I thought he, he was then putting it onto the, the powers above to go and try and make the deals happen. And also what I liked, um, and he used the, the word quite a few times, he wasn't bringing fillers in. No. There were players that had to come in and improve the the squad big time. Because um, it would have been easy to go and just say, all right, I'll go and get a player for six months. But he wants players in who are for the long term. And I think that's the most important thing. And in terms of Postacoglu, I, I like listening to him. Mm. Um, I'm really impressed with the guy. As I said, again, didn't know too much about him. Spoke to Big Oz about him. And he did say is that, listen, they're, they're getting a really good manager and he certainly he certainly proved that. Let's give you the Motherwell team. We're still waiting for the St. Johnson lineup, But Motherwell are Kelly, McGinn, Blaney, Lammy, O'Donnell back in, Goss, Slattery, Danzaki, Crankshaw, Aitchison and Van Veen. 
Even your early thoughts there for your brother's team tonight? Well, two main things yeah. stick out. They're obviously the two deb- debutants, mm-hmm. uh, Denzaki and Aitchison, um looking to add goals to the team and also the reintroduction of Stephen O'Donnell. I think uh, with the importance of the game, I think he's gone with experience. Max John- Johnson's dropped out, Paul's went back to right back and Stephen O'Donnell coming at left back. So I think for a, such an important night, it's not the worst decision. Uh, sure is Barry just looking to see what else is coming in here um, I can give you the Dundee United lineup for the game tonight at Kilmarnock Birahiti who did well at the weekend apart from that cross in the Jota goal so Birahiti Smith McMahon Mulgrew Graham Fletcher Jim Edwards the captain Middleton McGrath and Levitt the Dundee United they've been better in recent weeks Barry to survive yeah, they've, they've yep. certainly picked up, um, no doubt about it. Um, that was a that was a, a hard one. Look, I, I don't think they had any chance at the, the weekend. They, they couldn't get close to to Celtic. Look, they tried to make it as difficult as possible. But I said to you, Paul, watching the game, I just felt it was just a matter of time before Celtic were going to get that um, opening goal. Um, but they've certainly picked up, as I said, um, over the piece and. This is a for me. This is a cracking game tonight. Can down to Kilmarnock, and here is the Kilmarnock lineup: Walker and goals, Mayo, Taylor, the captain, Wright, Chambers, Armstrong, Donnelly, Polworth, Mackenzie, Vassal, and Doidge. Stephen, what do you reckon? Then your old teammates could have been you there, Kilmarnock, up against Dundee United. Yeah, well, I think it's it's a massive night under the lights down at Rugby Park. Uh, the biggest thing, probably the goalkeeper changing again. Um, Zach Hemmings yep. who was big for his last season he came in up at Ross County and I thought two big errors for goals and yep. Sam Walker who's had a decent season disappointed to drop out he's back in tonight so um, but a huge game for, for my old team and um, if they don't win that one and you're starting to think um, that that way that way form's going to really catch up on them Armstrong will be a yep. big one for him coming back in I mean speaking to Stephen never really played Last last year in their their championship winning season, why? Um, I, I I don't know, but the, the clips that I've seen them and I'm going back to was it last week or the week before Rangers went down to Rugby Park. I thought the first twenty twenty five minutes yeah. he was um, he was given Barra such a a tough time, um, crazy. But I mean, listen, yeah. you can't argue it was a sending off. But for a player, the difference that he's made this season, I, I never really seen that coming because obviously. He had a lack of game time last year, but fair play to him. He's obviously took his opportunity, and he has been. Come on, look, did miss him during that suspension. Scoreline tonight, then for that one, I'm I going Kilmarnock. Simple fact is, Stephen mentioned that their home form at Rugby Park is a thing that I think will keep Kilmarnock in the Premier League. Stephen. Yeah, home form and, and set pieces. I think they're a real threat, especially with, Dan, with Danny's uh, delivery. The threat of Ash Taylor um, in the box, I think the win one now, and I think it'll be a set piece. Oh, there you are, very precise. I, I, yeah. see, see the Danny yeah. Armstrong one. Uh-huh. I, I just there's not. Sometimes you see players and you think he's see if he could just do a bit more of that. He's got the potential to do that. We Danny Armstrong trained so hard every day last. Every time he came on the part, he was desperate to do well, and it just really didn't happen for him. He's gone up a level. He's been given a chance in the, the League Cup section, and he's just grabbed it, and he's just. Really taking it by the scruff of the neck, and he, I, I think he's been a standout player of the year. Right, let's go back to so we've got your prediction there. Your prediction: Aberdeen against St Mirren. Barry, you I think said you wouldn't be surprised if the Dons. I'm going to win. go with Aberdeen. Eh? Right. I think it'll be a scrappy um, 
game Stephen's mentioned I've watched them a few times as well they're really tough to break down but they're away form that's the concern so I'm going Aberdeen 1-0 Stephen what do you reckon? I've uh, gone for 2-1 to St Mirren right is that because you played there? No, I just, I just, even on Saturday, I yeah. mean, you get the match report back from Paul and my dad who was at the game, you just think, right. once at Mormon into the lead, they were almost impossible to break down. And I just, Aberdeen, I know they're, I know Barry Robson's taking charge, but they're in such bad form. Mm-hmm. And uh, some of their players look shot to pieces. So I've just gone 2-1. I don't have the St. Johnson team yet, which is, uh, I think we've got every other team. But what do you reckon? I, I can't give you the St. Johnson team. What do you reckon for that, Paul? Um, for your brother Paul well I'm obviously hopeful reckon. for Motherwell but I, I mean if you're going on I can't make a case for Motherwell if I'm going for the, the form for Aberdeen yep. um, I think it could be a 0-0 draw could be a 0-0 draw I, I think if Motherwell lose this I think they can be in serious trouble um, so as a Lanarkshire boy are you saying they're going to win? yeah well, yep. they, they need to yeah. Yeah. They, they need to they need to try and claw St Johnson back mm. um, and you know what I'm sure if you asked Stevie Hamill he would take having a horrible game of football sure. and off somebody's backside to win 1-0 um, but listen I think it'll be a draw as well it's going to be a draw Celtic against Livingston let's hear from a little bit more from Jota who describes uh, how much he's enjoying this season I'm always happy as long as I'm fit and playing football so sometimes things might not go well but um, I've had a lot of tough periods on my life that I was not playing because I was injured or something else was just happening and I always think like there are worse things. Um, so I just keep being happy with playing football because this is like a blessing. So then moments will be better sometimes, other times it will be not so good. But as long as we learn from the mistakes and we keep on being the best version of ourselves, I think everything will be fine. Barry, some good uh, life lessons from it. He sounds a happy young player and so he should be. Yeah, well, he certainly looked that way at the weekend. Yeah, um, no, no doubt about it. Um, again, he was one of those signings that never knew anything about Paul. And I think for six and a half million, I think it's a real good bit of business because if he gets his form back up, listen, you know it's going to happen. There's going to be teams down south. Keep my eye on him. Um, no doubt about it. But in terms of the game tonight, do I don't think it'll be as easy as people make out. Yeah. It'll be four or five. I, I really don't. But I think Celtic will win by a couple of goals. Couple of goals to Celtic. Stephen, what do you reckon? Yeah, I think it'll be tight. I don't think anyone going to Celtic no. Park tonight. Um, I think the, the word Livingston kind of troubles them a bit. <laughs> it's never been plain sailing for Celtic. Um, even the last game recently, 2-1, uh, they won narrow victory. So I think it'll be tight again, but um, I've gone for 2-0 to Celtic. Final word on that from Ange, who spoke about, this was his summary when he, saw, he was asked about the transfer window. We went into it with the knowledge that there were a couple of areas we, we definitely wanted to strengthen and there was also a couple of areas we thought that, you know, they're, they're more than likely to be some exits. So to get ahead of it, you know, we thought we'd need to, to do some uh, business so that we don't get caught short. You know, one, no secret, one area was obviously right back with Yossip and, you know, we got Alistair in nice and early, which was, which was pleasing. So that's Hans Postacoglu ahead of the game tonight. We'll get the Rangers prediction at Hearts in a moment. Here is the St Johnson team. Matthews, Wright, Mitchell, Gordon the captain, Considine, Montgomery, Phillips, McPherson, Hallberg, May and Clark. Stephen, what about Hearts against Rangers? Match of the night? Well, I mean, they all are. With the business end of the season now, Rangers can't afford to slip up. It's going to be some game. What do you think is going to happen? Yeah, my prediction's a cracker. I've gone for 3-2 to Rangers. 3-2 Rangers? Yeah, I just think, I think it's going to have a wee bit of everything tonight. 
worth the twelve ninety nine. Uh, Barry for the <laughs> birthday boy. What's going to happen? Yeah, I think it's going to be close. I think it's going to be 100 mile an hour, a few tackles flying in. Feisty, which is always like that at Tynecast. So I think Rangers will win 2-1. It's just going to go all the way then, Barry, until... The yeah, I, th- I think both will be undefeated until the mm-hmm. League Cup final. At Hamden, and hopefully we've got a pitch with a good bit of grass. Um, yeah. And it looks apart because it's a... It's a final. Um, the the surfaces yep. in the semi-final just weren't uh, up to scratch, if I'm being honest with you. But I think both will go undefeated until the League Cup final. And people now need to... You want to play in a final. Mm-hmm. So if you get the opportunity to play now, you don't want to come out of that team. Well, look what it did for Celtic and Ange Postacoglu last year. What a way to start the season, mm-hmm. you know, and to win the first trophy. Yeah, it gives you that bit of confidence yeah. as well. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It gives you that boost. Um, so that that's a big one. But there's a lot of football to be played before that. Have a great birthday tomorrow. I will do. We look forward to celebrating it with you. And Stephen, good luck this weekend against uh, Kelty Hearts. Thanks, Paul. Thank you very much. (laughs) Is that it? (laughs) Thanks, Paul. (laughs) I don't want to make any sort of predictions. It's a a big one for us. I'm joking. Well done, Stephen. Thanks so much. And tomorrow night, it's going to be Leanne Crichton over here, along with Andy Walker. And what we're going to be talking about, well, you'll find out at five. The news is next, and then Joe Day. The Go Radio Football Show with MacklinMotors.co.uk. Your local, friendly experts for new and used cars. Let's go! There's a new name for Toyota in Lanarkshire. From one of the UK's biggest names in motor retail. Macklin Motors Toyota is now open in Hamilton. We're bringing you everything Toyota backed by first-class service. So come and view the stunning new Toyota range, all with up to 10 years warranty. Including the Igo Cross and the new Yaris Cross compact SUV. See our great choice of approved used Toyotas. Our formidable range of commercial vehicles, including the Hilux. Get expert servicing from our manufacturer-trained technicians. And specialist advice from our Motability team. Macklin Motors Toyota is open now at Whistlebury Road, Hamilton.